The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Illuminating Feng Shui with Kathleen Zamansky. Are you seeking effective ways to increase efficiency, productivity, and accountability while boosting your bottom line? In our program, Kathleen and her guests will impart wisdom and proven techniques to help you tap into the universal energies of Feng Shui and Chinese metaphysics. Now, here is your host, Kathleen Zamansky. Welcome, I'm Business Feng Shui Master Kathleen Zemanski, and this is Illuminating Feng Shui. Today I'm talking with Chris Daly on psychology tools to market your website. You're also going to hear my weekly Feng Shui tip later in the program, and today I'm going to talk to you about several ways that you can use classical Feng Shui to market your business. But first, I would like to introduce my guest. His name is Chris Daly. He is a digital marketing entrepreneur with a passion for helping businesses succeed online. After spending years driving traffic through SEO in PPC efforts, Chris turned his attention to the user experience of websites to see if he could influence the traffic to convert better. After running his first successful test, he fell in love and began focusing on helping businesses test their website experience. In 2014, he started his conversion optimization agency, Daily Conversion, which was a full-service agency helping businesses discover what converts best on their sites through testing. In 2016, he merged his company with Disruptive Advertising, where he currently works as VP of Site Testing and Optimization. Their full-service A-B testing solutions to clients include strategy, design, and development, and analytics. Welcome to the show, Chris. Thank you for having me on, Kathleen. Absolutely. It's a pleasure to finally have you. We were just talking before we went on the show. We had we had some uh, challenges getting you on today, but between you and me and third time's a charm, here we are. So thanks for, for joining us today. My pleasure. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, actually what I like to do with all of my guests is to start out about what you either know or have had experience with feng shui, astrology, or auspicious timing. Have you done any of those or heard anything about them? Yeah, so I am. I'm. I believe I'm familiar with a couple of those. The, the one, as you were saying, it was um, auspicious timing, and I'm not 100% sure uh, what that even means. And so maybe you can explain that to me. Sure, sure. Um, and this is actually a bit of a, uh, I, I would say, a newer concept. It's very old. It's centuries old, actually, uh, the usage of it. But in, I think, in our Western mindset, we don't really think about uh, the, the importance of using auspicious timing. So the, the, the basic concept of that is um, 
classical feng shui really does have three arms. It's it's using person, space, and time. So business, astrology, feng shui, and timing. And and feng shui is actually a very um, timing based system anyway. But um, you know, let's just talk about you know like what you're going to be even talking about today is you know using um, optimization tools for launching websites or you know keep websites going. And auspicious timing is exactly that. It's an optimization tool to help power things that you are doing. And I'm talking about important activities like launching a website or opening up a new business, bringing on a partnership, um, telling the world that, you know, your doors are open. Those are perfect reasons why you would use auspicious timing. And you'll hear in my, uh, my tip today on how each of those segments, as astrology, feng shui and timing you each of those weigh about 33% so you actually have control of 99% of what's happening in your life and the timing piece is one of the actual it's the easiest cuz you can choose you know the the timing of when you're going to be launching and obviously we would be doing it with the person in mind of who that person is Okay, we know what's in their chart, what's in a particular day, and that's the recipe for success. So that's kind of a uh, an overview. I mean, it's much more complicated than that, and it's very formulaic. But when you work with a good timing expert, you can literally, literally make miracles happen. Well, I love the idea of that concept. And, uh, you know, the thing I love about it is, uh, you know, this, this whole idea of, of timing, and, you know, we talked, we talked a little bit, um, you know, before the show about this. Um, but the thing I love about that is, you know, a lot of people will just make, just make random decisions. In fact, I've got a uh, kind of a mantra that a, a mentor of mine shared with me a long time ago that I state to myself every day, and that's to live deliberately, to make deliberate choices. Um, and I think a lot of businesses just let things happen by accident Mm-hmm. Um, or just stumble into things. And, you know, especially when it comes to the website, um, a lot of it is just kind of, um, again, they're letting things happen to them that are taking control um, and, and being deliberate about when you do these things. And so, you know, where, where what I do comes in, you know, this whole idea of psychology-based website testing and optimization, um, you know, really comes into play once you have really found um, – that optimal time to, to launch your website, you want to make sure that you're also doing it in a very methodical and strategic way. Um, because again, just like, you know, business owners and businesses let a lot of things happen to them. They also, a lot of times will just put something out there on the web. They'll copy a competitor. They'll copy uh, the favorite website and just launch it and hope that it works. And so, you know, what, what I really do comes in of, you know, figuring out what people actually want to see from a website uh, and, and making sure you deliver that. Yeah. And, you know, just taking that one step further, that's one of the things I tell, you know, my clients as well is, you know, why wing it? You actually have this, you know, GPS, if you will, that's already kind of written. Now, you have choices all along the way on how you play the game, obviously, but it is um, very important to know that 
These tools have been used for thousands of years, and I always say this one as well. If it was a trend, it would have gone out of style 3,000 years ago. So, you know, there is something to be said about this tried and true system that, you know, it's empirical data that we know for a fact on certain days and certain times we're going to have a certain outcome. So it could either be a good outcome or a bad outcome. So why don't you choose the good outcomes and you will have a better chance of success. So uh, in, in I I really want to emphasize it's it's because of people like you that I bring onto the show, it you know this is not looking at oh I'm going to do some feng shui or I'm going to get my business astrology done. It, you know it's it's you you have to implement solid strategies as as you pointed out. It can't be like oh I'm just going to even just optimize my site and not deliver. No, that's not the the it, you know I would say it, a, a person who's using feng shui, my clients anyway, these are serious business people and those are the clients that I tend to attract. I'm not attracting the person that, oh, I just moved a few things around and then I just expect pennies from heaven. That's really a, a, a misconception and a really waste of my time and, and their money because <laughs> it's it, it, it will have a stopping point because they haven't put anything into action. So anyway, well, um, all right. Well, you know, let's 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 turn this back around to you. Um when I was talking to you and, and I heard about this disruptive advertising, it's really kind of a cool uh, name for a company anyway, but but let, let me tell, tell me a little bit about disruptive advertising. Sure. And, you know, the, the name itself, we get a lot of attention for, for the name. And uh, there's a couple reasons that I like our name. Um, you know, number one... Um, you know, what, obviously we, we are doing marketing for, for businesses, and in order to be successful at marketing, you need to be, you know, quote-unquote disruptive. And what, what I mean when I say disruptive is you need to not just be doing what everyone else is doing. You need to not be copying what all of your competitors are doing or what anybody else is doing, because when you copy everyone else, when you're, again, just making random, uh, you know, random um, choices or, or just, um, you know, letting things happen to you business-wise, um, that you fall behind. Um, and, and so, you know, in terms of being disruptive, what we help our clients do is we help them really figure out how to build a niche for themselves online. And so, you know, you mentioned earlier, the way that we do that is we do that through driving awesome targeted traffic, uh, you know, so we help people set up um, AdWords campaigns or Facebook um, ad campaigns uh, to really target their ideal customers, drive them to a website experience that converts well. And again, you know, we use a lot of psychology principles and a lot of um, a lot of methodology to really figure out what that website experience needs to be in order to convert. And then finally, making sure that you've got good analytics in place so that you're capturing all this data. I mean, I can't tell you how many um, companies I'll talk to, even very large companies, uh, that when you start asking some really basic fundamental questions, like how much does it cost to acquire a customer online for you? Or what's your best, you know, your best channel for, uh, for marketing your business? Uh, they can't give you any real great answers because they just don't have uh, you know, their analytics set up properly to gather that data. And so, I mean, that's really what we do in order to help our businesses find a niche for themselves is we really help them learn about their customers, learn what kinds of things they're going to respond well to online, and then deliver that. And then the second thing, you know, that I really love about our name, Disruptive, 
is, you know, it not only applies to what we do for our clients, um, but it applies to us as a business. You know, there's a lot of marketing agencies out there and, you know, there's a lot of people that you can go to and work with. I mean, if you do a search on Google for marketing agencies or anything, anything related, you're going to get pages and pages and pages of agencies you could work with. Um, and so, again, what, what we do that we believe is really disruptive is kind of pairing these three uh, key offerings together where we're pairing, you know, traffic acquisition, website conversion, and analytics. We're pairing those three things together to really help businesses, um, you know, maximize their learning potential uh, and this is why I ended up merging my business with disruptive advertising. I was just focused on the website testing portion when I originally started my business. Um, and the, the, longer, the longer I operated and the more clients I worked with, the more I realized I've only got control of like half of the experience here. I've got, you know, we're testing the website and we're learning great things about the audience. But wouldn't it be great if we could control the whole experience, if we could you know, figure out things that work with the audience from the top of the funnel all the way down. And so that's, I, I ended up merging with Disruptive because it just made so much sense to pair all those together. And we've seen so much success with our clients as a result of that. So that's, a, I guess, a little glimpse into what we do. Right, right. So I'm going to need you to give me a cliffhanger um, description, and then we're going to open it up right after the break. But we just have a few seconds here. The psychology of marketing. Um, what kind of just give us like a, a real quick recap or um, description of that, and then we'll we'll open that up after the break. I, uh, instead of that, let me give you just a teaser of how I got excited about uh, psychology of marketing. So, Sounds good. You know, I, I started out my career driving traffic, uh, doing SEO, so getting people to click on the or, organic Google search results. Um, and I, I recognized at one of the companies I was working at that a lot of this traffic I was driving to my site wasn't converting. You know, we were getting people to the site, and then nothing was happening. It was just kind of peter out. And as I started asking around the company I was at, what's going on here? No one could answer my questions. No one could tell me why people weren't converting on our site. And so, um, you know, I did a little research. I discovered this idea of website testing. I didn't know anything about psychology. I didn't know anything about testing, about design, any of that. Um, but I thought, hey, it's worth a shot. And so we set up a test on our site. We created a, a duplicate version of one of our pages. We changed a couple things and launched the test. And boom, conversion rates went up by like 15%. And I thought, Wow, that's amazing! And the most amazing thing to me was the picture. Chris, I'm gonna le- I'm gonna leave you at I'm gonna leave you at the wow, and we're gonna come right back. Um, I want to take fun. a moment now to thank my sponsor, Saddler Inc. Insurance. I personally have all of my insurance with Saddler, my auto, home, health, workers' comp, and my business insurance to cover my personal and professional life. The staff at Saddler is dedicated to giving you the best coverage at the best price. It's not a matter of if you're gonna need insurance; it's when. For real customer service for all your insurance needs, check out my sponsor, www. Sadlerinc.com. Stay tuned for more of Illuminating Feng Shui. And when we come back, I'm going to continue the conversation with Chris Daly on the best psychology tools to market your website. When it 
comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Highly successful people know that timing is everything. Kathleen Zamansky's Time Blazer Business Management System taps the ancient wisdom of auspicious timing for your business success. The Time Blazer decodes ancient Chinese wisdom into standard business concepts to help you make crucial decisions at the correct time, whether it's about business, career, education, travel, or even the best time to walk away from a partnership. Find out more at 5elementsgroup.com. That's number 5elementsgroup.com. Do you second-guess your business decisions? Whether you struggle or succeed in business depends on you. What if you had access to foretell when certain days and times were vibrant to help you excel in your personal and professional endeavors? You were born with a business DNA. With a 5 Elements Business Astrology reading, timing is everything, and the time is now. Why wing it when you were born with a unique birth map? For your free business astrology chart, visit freebusinessastrology.com. That's freebusinessastrology.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. This is Illuminating Feng Shui. To reach Kathleen or her guest today, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Kathleen at 5elementsgroup.com. Now, back to Illuminating Feng Shui. Welcome back. This is your host, Kathleen Zemanski, and we're joined today by Chris Daly on psychology tools to market your website. So we just started talking about the psychology piece and how you, um, you know, actually got into this kind of work. So, you know, going from, you know, as you said, top down um, funnel. Um, so how does that how does that turn, you know, a website into paid customers? Yeah, so really really what it's all about is asking some of these questions of, you know, what what makes my users tick, you know? So before the break, I was kind of mentioning this very first test that I ran where, you know, we, we created a new page that, that didn't actually look better than our old page, but it converted better. And so that was kind of where uh, my mind was blown, and I thought, how can this possibly be? Why would people convert better on a website experience that looks worse? And so what it really came down to was the experience that we had created spoke to those people much better than the experience we had before. You know, we hit on some pain points better. We, you know, were able to just communicate our message much more clearly. And so uh, really, you know, again, the psychology and the testing piece is about testing different concepts and then figuring out what your audience actually um, likes from a website experience. Right. So, you know, there's a, there's a, you know, a light bulb, hopefully for our listeners as well, is it's not just about a beautiful website. It's about content and content that's relevant, relevant to your customers, correct? Absolutely. And I mean, it's about the whole experience, you know, mm-hmm. uh, how, how you, um, how you communicate that content, what kind of call to actions you have, um, you know, the color combinations on your page. There's a variety of things. And so, again, the, the psychology comes in with asking critical questions about your audience, things like um, what call to action will be most compelling to our audience, and then trying a, di- a variety of different things and then finding the one that, that 
ultimately they respond best to. All right. Well, you talked about this um, a, a little bit um, earlier today, and and you were talking about you know pay per click and traffic, which which always sounds so expensive to you know a small business owner. But um, how can you turn that pay per click um, customer um, traffic into customers? Yeah. So the best way to do that, number one, is to make sure that you've got a good strategy on the pay per click side. So. You know, a lot of a lot of business owners will just like kind of set it up on a whim. They'll just you know do a, a, a kind of a half half ass job, um, and then they'll be sending it to just a page on their side. I mean, they're just trying to do minimal effort work, um, which I mean never really works for anything. Um, and so, really, what it's about is number one, having a good strategy, making sure that you're you are doing a good job targeting the right people, and then sending them to a relevant website experience. So, the best way to do that is to create a landing page initially that has a very focused, clear call to action and a very focused, clear message. You don't want to send them to the homepage of your website where they can easily get distracted and lost. You want to send them to a very focused page that has a one single call to action that they can focus on. That's really the best way to get started and to make sure that you're, you have the highest chance for success. Cool. So, you know, you, so if a person has never done any kind of pay-per-click, that's where you would have them start with a very clear focused um, landing page. Is that, am I understanding that correct? Yeah. And there's a lot of tools that you can use to get started. Um, Unbounce is probably our, our tool of choice over here at Disruptive. Unbounce, you can set up a free account. You can set up a couple of landing pages for free. They've got some great templates that, that convert decently well. And so that's, that's a great place to get started if you've got little or no budget for, you know, for, for website portion um, and you want to make sure that you get a good website exper- or a good landing page experience. Okay. So it's actually, you know, what, what you're even saying to me right now that a business owner, you know, maybe the smaller business owner who is um, saying, oh my gosh, I don't even have a website, which I think every business owner personally, personally, that this is, you know, coming from the feng shui person, not the web person, but they should have a website because to me it's their like global calling card. But if you don't have that budget, at least start out with a decent landing page that it's a good start so you can, you know, build something from there. Yeah? Yeah. And then the, and then the second thing is, so and the great thing about these landing page tools like Unbounce is, they've got built-in A-B testing functionality. And so you can immediately start testing. Um, and so, you know, for example, when, when I first started my business, I didn't want to put much budget into this, but I knew that if I was going to put any budget into this at all, if I was going to drive any traffic to my site, I wanted to make sure that I was sending them to an experience that was going to convert. Otherwise, you can just dump money into, into advertising and never get anything out of it. And so... I used Unbounce, you know, I created a landing page. I created a variation of that landing page where I was, you know, really testing. I think the first thing I tested was my call to action um, and immediately started to see some success. And then I moved on to the next thing and the next thing. But, you know, you want, you want to make sure that you are, you know, again, number one, starting out with a very clear, focused landing page. And number two, that you're testing so that you're learning and getting better as you go forward. 
Yeah. So basically, that's what A-B testing is for those of our listeners that don't know what A-B testing is, because I'm not sure what the vernacular is all around the world, but it's testing more than one concept um, with the same material. But what would you say, changing a graphic or changing, you know, how you're you're saying a certain thing in a certain way? Exactly. Yeah. You take a version of a page and you change one thing. So, you know, you've got your A version of your site, your current version. You change your headline to say something different, and that's your B version. And then you split the traffic between those two so that you can really see how the two perform against each other. And that way you can really isolate that headline um, and say, okay, I know that this headline did better than this one. We ran them both at the same time, and here's the result we saw. And it's a constant. It's not something that, oh, this headline works today. As we know, on the Internet, everything evolves in nanoseconds almost. So what may work, you know, on on your website or landing page this season for a certain class or campaign launch or whatever may not even work six months from now just because things evolve. So it is something that people need to stay on top of, I would say. Yeah, I I usually recommend that my clients uh, go back and retest concepts about every six months because, like you said, the internet evolves so rapidly. And especially if you've got different offers, different campaigns, if you have any kind of seasonality in your business, um, you know, when at your, during your high season, your, your audience is going to perform very differently than during your low season. So you want to make sure, like you said, that you stay on top of this thing and consistently test. Right. Right. So why do you think businesses struggle to get people to convert to their websites or their landing pages or call to actions? I think the biggest reason, there, there's two major reasons. Number one, most websites have way too many distractions. Um, you know, business owners love to just cram their website full of information and try to, you know, just explode everything about their business onto their users. Um, and a lot of times, most of that content is just really distracting. It's either, uh, you know, not useful or the audience just doesn't want to hear it at that point of the you know, at that point of the sale. And so a lot of times, you know, a lot of these things that we have on our sites that we think are super important are actually hurting our conversion rate. So I just barely ran a test with a client of mine um, that sells a bunch of products online. So they've got an e-commerce store. And on their homepage, they had like 60 different products that you could buy. You know, they had them arranged into different categories and stuff. We ran one simple test where we just removed some of that content from the site and it generated about $40,000 in increased revenue in one week, just wow. removing some of this content that was distracting. And again, it, it was products. It was products that people are actually buying, but by having so many of them on a single page, people were getting distracted. They were getting lost. They were getting confused. And so by simplifying that experience for people, they were able to see dramatically improved conversion rates. So that's yeah. one of the biggest things is, is distracting content or things that just too much information for users. Yeah, I think that's really good advice. And I'm even thinking of my experience when I go into, um, you know, like certain stores, like they have, you know, we have, you know, certain stores that are like an overstock kind of experience where, you know, they might be in um, a regular store, regular retail store, and then it goes into like the factory outlet stores or whatever, which, of course, you can get 
a better price, but those stores drive me crazy because everything is just kind of hodgepodge in there. And so, and so, you know, you, you just actually gave me sort of this epiphany to when I'm looking at my website, does it look like the factory outlet store or is it the quality that I want to project? And sometimes putting the pruning shears um, to, as you said, that over ambitious, um, you know, entrepreneur. Um, uh, and, and I have, literally gone to websites and went, and I just click out of them because it's just like, I don't, I'm not getting where I want to go because, you know, they said that they were going to take me somewhere when I clicked on the link and it doesn't and it just drives me crazy. So I click out. (laughs) So, yeah. It's all about the perceived value that the user is, is taking away from it. So if the perceived effort is greater than your perceived value, then most people are not going to converse because they feel like it's going to take too much work to get the thing that I want, or it's, it's, you know, it's going to be too frustrating or it's going to be too whatever. You know, there's all kinds of things that subconsciously go through people's heads that they may not even be able to articulate to. Um, But, you know, again, when you have all these distractions or a frustrating website experience, it absolutely affects people in a psychological way that overall just results in them not converting on your site. Yeah. So, and that kind of goes back to having those analytics on your on your website to know which pages are, you know, performing and which ones aren't. So, you know, even if you're even if you're doing this a little bit by yourself, you know, there's always value in hiring an expert. But, you know, even if you are doing this a little bit by yourself, it is also helpful that you can go back and see, you know, maybe we're, maybe if you, you know, change just a few things and it could be, as you said, the headline or whatever, that's going to make all the difference in the world in your, in your performance of your website, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to hear more from Chris Daly on the psychology tools to market your website. the boardroom to you voice america business network do you second guess your business decisions whether you struggle or succeed in business depends on you what if you had access to foretell when certain days and times were vibrant to help you excel in your personal and professional endeavors you were born with a business dna with a five elements business astrology reading timing is everything and the time is now why wing it when you were born with a unique birth map For your free business astrology chart, visit freebusinessastrology.com. That's freebusinessastrology.com. Highly successful people know that timing is everything. Kathleen Zamansky's Time Blazer Business Management System taps the ancient wisdom of auspicious timing for your business success. The Time Blazer decodes ancient Chinese wisdom into standard business concepts to help you make crucial decisions at the correct time, whether it's about business, career, education, travel, or even the best time to walk away from a partnership. Find out more at 5elementsgroup.com. That's number 5elementsgroup.com. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. This is Illuminating Feng Shui. To reach Kathleen or her guest today, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790. 
That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Kathleen at 5elementsgroup.com. Now, back to Illuminating Feng Shui. Welcome back. This is Kathleen Zemanskin. If you're just tuning in, I'm talking with Chris Daly, and we're having an interesting conversation about the psychology tools to market your website. So, um, you know, we've, we've covered a lot of ground here about, you know, some of the psychologies and, you know, getting getting a good call to action on a, a real clean landing page and split testing and all of that. But so, you know, now we're at the point of like maybe looking at our own website. Can a company just say, okay, I'm just going to redesign my website? Well, people do this all the time where they just will, you know, kind of dive in and say, we're, let's just scrap the whole thing and start over. Um, in fact, I know companies that do this two or three times a year, just Whoa. completely overhaul and redesign their site. Um, and I'll tell you, here, here's the challenge and um, the biggest danger in doing that is when you change your whole entire site um, and, you, and you replace it with a new one, it's really hard to tell if it's working better or worse. And if it works better, you don't know exactly what you did that wor- is working better. And if it works worse, then you're kind of stuck. You spent all that money, um, you know, and all that effort and all that time redesigning a site that actually performs worse. Um, and so you kind of shot yourself in the foot and wasted a bunch of time and money there. Um, and so... You know, this process of testing and figuring out what people respond best to, we call, at Disruptive, we call it kind of evolutionary design. It's a process where instead of just scrapping the whole thing, you are systematically redesigning your site one small piece at a time. You know, you are figuring out the headlines that work best. You're figuring out the images that work best. Figuring out the layout that works best. You're figuring out the amount of content you want on a page and what kind of content you want. Um, and then, you know, and then when you finish testing everything on your site, you've got a brand new site, basically. And then you start over again and, and continue kind of optimizing. But by doing that, I, I've seen a lot of companies. In fact, um, I have a client that we just started working with in January that spent about $250,000 on a brand new website design. Um, and they launched it. Sales actually went down. And then they called us up and said, hey, we just spent a ton of money on this. We've got to make it work. Can you come in and help us fix it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, you know, we start running some tests. And really what the bottom line is, is this new site design was not speaking to the things that the customers actually cared about. So as we started testing, we started seeing dramatically increased sales. Um, and we were able to save that, you know, quote, unquote, save that website redesign. But they could have saved themselves a lot of time. Uh, and frankly, a lot of money if they had just kind of taken that approach from the beginning instead of just saying, let's just wipe the slate clean and start over. So they were looking at, if, if I'm understanding this correct, they were just looking for, they ended up spending a lot of money on new look and feel versus the content again and the calls to action. And, and was that, is, is that kind of encapsulating what happened here or, or was it something more more diverse? Well, yeah, of course. I mean, there's, there's, there's all of that. And then there is, you know, the types of things, the, the, um, the nuances of a site experience, you know, so like uh, not just what the call to action says or what the content says, but, you know, um, color contrast can play a huge role in 
whether or not people convert, where, you know, whether or not they can find what they're supposed to do. Um, you know, so I've, I've got a rule that I talk to my clients about and I call it the two second rule. <laughs> and mm-hmm. the idea behind that is if somebody can't figure out, if, if I come to your site and within two seconds can't figure out what I'm supposed to click on or what I'm supposed to do, chances are you're going to lose a lot of people. And so a lot of that comes down to color contrast. You want to draw a lot of attention to the thing you want people to do. And so when people go and do new site designs, designers love to use, like, monochromatic colors. They love to use, like, you know, just lots of colors that all blend together and all look good together. You know, you have a lot of blues and a lot of whites and a lot of grays. And, you know, in in terms of design, it does look really good and clean. But when it comes to me as a user and I'm trying to look for the thing I should click on and there's 50 things on the page that are blue, I don't know which blue thing I should click on. So when you throw in, you know, a red button or an orange button or a green button that really contrasts the rest of the page, it really just helps people to, okay, I know what to do. I know what to click on. Now I can decide whether or not I want to click or whether or not I want to read. Um, So it really just empowers your users. And so, Again, you know, a lot of those big website redesigns don't take those kinds of things into consideration um, and, and is a major reason why they fail. Can I just ask you um, uh, just like a yes-no question? Have you heard, um, and th- this is from past guests, past, past contractors I've worked with that, um, and colorists on, you know, site designs and things like that, that yellow is something that they do not like to put into an interior. And I'm talking about an interior space, but I've also heard this on web as well, because it is a sign of caution. It's ca- In the U.S., we have caution signs that are yellow. It's, you know, the, the police, red, you know, tape that you see on a, on a crime scene, it's yellow. <laughs> is, is that is true in, in web world? It is not true. I have heard a lot of people say that, and the same mm-hmm. they said the same thing about red, that red is a bad color to put because it means stop or danger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the truth is that, you know, the psychology of color, this goes back to psychology, the psychology right. of how color affects us mm-hmm. is totally situational. And so, yep. um, you know, you can prime people to respond to a red button in a positive way. If, right. if, if they know that your call to action is going to be red on every page, then red is going to be a great attention-grabbing color. Uh, mm-hmm. And they don't bring in their preconceived ideas of what red means. Right. And then here's another real quick one. Um, someone told me, it was a colorist again, that men do not like the color purple. That is generally true. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know and what? Again, most of my brand, yeah, most of my marketing material was purple, and I'm moving off of purple into another color because many of my clients are are actually male, <laughs> so they don't <laughs> like my branding from the beginning. And you're not the first person who has confirmed that. It's just like I'm just I'm doing my little market survey right here with you. <laughs> so okay, one more for one more for one more for purple. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need so, to test it, but, but yeah. yeah, in general, that's true. Wow, interesting. Okay, um, really quick, let's finish up some of these questions here. Um, a lot of websites have very crap- crappy uh, mobile experience. Um, how is that affecting their uh, their convertibility at this point? Oh, it's, that's a tremendous impact. Um, I, a lot of companies that I work with will tell me they don't want mobile traffic. Like, they just refuse to advertise 
for anybody that's on a mobile device because their mobile website converts so poorly. And they just assume that that means that mobile traffic doesn't convert ever. You know, mobile traffic, like people just, they don't buy on phone. They, they, they come back and they buy on their, on their desktop device. When the truth of the matter is, people are pretty mobile savvy these days and mm-hmm. people are buying on their mobile phone. They will buy anything from a candy bar to a vacation or a boat or, you know, whatever. So there's, there's nothing that's off limits for, for a mobile device. It's really just about your mobile experience. And so the biggest challenge that people have is they're not um, thinking about how their mobile users want to see the website. People are just trying to take their, you know, their computer version of their website. They're trying to shrink it down onto a mobile device and just assume that that's going to work. And the truth is that just doesn't fly today. People right. need a customized mobile experience. You know, if you've got a business where you want people to call you, you need to have a click-to-call button. And your click-to-call button needs to be, like, front and center, and it needs to be mm-hmm. big. And people need to know exactly what it's going to do when they click on it. A lot of people just kind of, like, put a phone number, and they hyperlink it blue and go, people are going to click on that. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And mm. so, yeah, you need to make sure that you're really customizing your mobile experience for that mobile audience. Mm. All right, real quick, what are some of the things people should think about for their sites? If they're, if they're in the, you know, wherever they're at, they need to be thinking about some stuff. So in, in a minute, tell me what, what they can do. Uh, number one, um, make sure that, again, you're, you're clear and concise on all of your pages. Number two, try to be um, as short with content as possible. I suggest bullet points. Your content should be able to be scanned. Um, and I, I think the third thing, again, that I mentioned earlier, is really focus on color contrast. Make sure that you are using that to your advantage and not, uh, you know, just kind of doing whatever looks best. Yeah. And that the psychology of color, this is the first time I've heard anyone that I've talked, spoken to. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's more out there than, than I know. But this is the first time I've ever heard that. So um, all of those things that we talked about, this is definitely an episode that you're going to want to listen to over and again if you're um, serious about driving traffic to you know your site because um, you gave a lot of great uh, tips that people can do on themselves, do for themselves, and then when they speak with um, an expert like you, then they can you know have something to give you versus starting at square one. So anyway, you also have been very generous to create a gift for our listeners today. Can you tell us a little bit about it and how we can find it? Yeah, so we've taken basically kind of a a bunch of best practices and tips and tools and put it together in a starter guide. And so uh, we've got an A-B testing starter guide. Um, and if people want to want to download it, they can go to disruptiveadvertising.com slash guide. Um, and again, that's going to give you tools you can use to test, uh, things that you might want to think about testing, um, and, you know, and some other strategies that you might want to consider when you're getting started. Good. And I'm just going to give you that URL. I'm going to spell that out for you. That's disruptiveadvertising.com forward slash guide. That's D-I-S-R-U-P-T-I-V-E-A-D. 
V as in Victor, E-R-T-I-S-I-N-G dot com forward slash guide. So um, you you may want to, you know, really run over and get that, that uh, ebook that he's created for us because it really is going to help um, pull, just pull your business together. I mean, when you really think about, you know, this is the calling card to the world and you definitely want to make every effort to um, be be seen and as like Chris and I have been impressing upon you it's you know if you're in business today why wing it you know there's so many people out there that, that will help you um, make a big difference in your life but right now we're going to be off for a short break and when we come back I'll give you my weekly tip talking about different ways you can use classical feng shui to market your business we'll be right back business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network highly successful people know that timing is everything Kathleen Zamansky's Time Blazer Business Management System taps the ancient wisdom of auspicious timing for your business success. The Time Blazer decodes ancient Chinese wisdom into standard business concepts to help you make crucial decisions at the correct time, whether it's about business, career, education, travel, or even the best time to walk away from a partnership. Find out more at 5elementsgroup.com. That's number 5elementsgroup.com. Do you second-guess your business decisions? Whether you struggle or succeed in business depends on you. What if you had access to foretell when certain days and times were vibrant to help you excel in your personal and professional endeavors? You were born with a business DNA. With a Five Elements Business Astrology reading, timing is everything, and the time is now. Why wing it? When you were born with a unique birth map, for your free business astrology chart, visit freebusinessastrology.com. That's freebusinessastrology.com. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. This is Illuminating Feng Shui. To reach Kathleen or her guest today, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Kathleen at 5elementsgroup.com. Now, back to Illuminating Feng Shui. And we're back. This is your host, Kathleen Zemanski. Chris, it was absolutely fabulous spending time with you here today. I really want to thank you for this great information. I know I'm going to be implementing a lot of it immediately. So thanks for your time. Thank you for having me on, Kathleen. Absolutely, and we'll stay in touch as well. Um, now it's time for my weekly feng shui, astrology, and auspicious timing tip. But before I go there, I would like to let you know this is actually my last program, and I want to let you know that I'm not saying goodbye. I'm just taking a break from radio for right now. I'm working on a couple of very big projects, and I really want us to stay in touch. And so how we can do that is if you go to my website, and that's www. 
5elementsgroup.com. Just, you know, kind of tune in every once in a while to see what's going on. So for now, here's my final feng shui tip at least for a while. Today I'm going to talk about all the ways that you can use classical feng shui, or a few of them, in the time that we have on how you can market your business. Now, classical feng shui, as I, I have been saying, um, you know, this past year, is it addresses person, space, and time, your business astrology, your business feng shui, and using a good date and time to do important activities. Feng shui is all about timing. And then when you when and how you do certain things. So Chinese astrology is like the GPS to guide you to do certain things based on the timing in your business astrology chart and the timing of the year. You may want to grab your chart while I'm talking to you, and you can get that at www.freebusinessastrology.com. And this is my um, own software that's based on the five elements. So, and then now let's move forward. So when you see, when, when someone asks me, what's the best way to market themselves? I look at several things, the timing in their natal chart, the timing of the year. In this case, I would look at the year of the fire rooster in 2017 and the year of birth of a person's chart. That's very important as well about marketing. And then the annual feng shui of the space. And then of course, timing itself. Okay. In 2017, in the fire rooster year, we know that the fire element Water and metal elements are the top three favorable ones to be looking at in your chart. And then the wood and earth elements, those are going to be a little bit more neutral in 2017. So if you have one of these um, top three elements, and there's four different pillars, year, month, day, and hour, I'm going to focus a little bit more on the year of birth this year. But if you have these top three, there's going to be a higher likelihood of succeeding in your marketing efforts. So I'm just going to take one of the elements. Let's take a fire element, for example. First of all, fire in general is considered very visible. So if it's yang fire, it's going to be like the sun in the sky. If it's yin fire, it's going to be a candlelight glowing in the night. So it's very visible. You can't miss it. So a person's year of birth, this is about your branding, your marketing, your PR, and your networking efforts, if you will. So it's going to be a lot easier for you in 2017 if you have either the fire element, metal, or water in your chart. Now, again, if this must be located in the year of birth to be considered good for your marketing efforts, expanding in the marketplace. So in addition... If you have one of these following animals of the zodiac, a rooster, a horse, dragon, or ox, in that year of birth, because each pillar um, with the element and animal in that pillar, that's going to tell you what it's good for. So um, again, we're talking just about the year of birth, and this is about marketing. So if you have you know, one of the good elements or even just one of these good animals, it's going to flow for you much better because the timing is right. So maybe you don't have one of those elements or even one of those animals. Then we turn to the feng shui of your space to get assistance. During the fire rooster year, we know for the fa- fact that the southeast sector is going to help you overcome obstacles. It's going to be great for a career boost as well as increase your income. Now, if you're looking for a big breakthrough this year, maybe you're launching a big website or something like that, you're going to want to turn to the Northwest sector. And then the North sector as well is the third area of your floor plan, any floor plan that's going to give you positive assistance in 2017. So the key is using the annual feng shui, those three directions, Southeast, Northwest, and or North, 
to to get the benefits from them. So we want to use those good areas. And that means that you would work in those areas, you would sleep in those areas, and you're going to spend time in those areas. And I promise you, it will change your life. If you want to receive my free annual feng shui dial, you can superimpose that over your floor plan. Just go to bit.ly forward slash compass dial. That's all lowercase bit.ly forward slash compass dial. Now, finally, if you feel that your chart isn't helping you and maybe even the feng shui of your space is a bit off, I have another solution and that's using a good date from my Time Blazer business management system. Now, this timing solution is based on a proven system of the Chinese calendar. It's been around for thousands of years. So when you do important activities like launching your website, you've got a product launch, a service or program launch. These are some of the things that you'd want to do on a vibrant day. And you can dramatically improve the outcome of just choosing any old day to one that's really vibrant and matches you by 33%. So to receive a glimpse of the time blazer, go to bit.ly forward slash month at a glance. So now imagine you have a great chart working for you. That's 33% in your favor. Now, you can also use the good feng shui areas of your space. That's another 33%. Topping it off with a great day, that's another 33% for a total of 99% of you crafting a destiny that can make you unstoppable. So again, you can wing it or you can use these systems to boost your already good efforts in business. So that's always what I say. Remember, a good business person does all the due diligence. You're going to need to write great copy. You're going to get need some good design and deliver what you promised. I've given you classical feng shui tools that can ramp up your results by a minimum of 33 by just choosing a date, up to 99 by using person, space, and time for your ROI on your marketing. Now, that, to me, is a very competitive edge. So the other thing that I would like to um, do right now is... As I wrap up my show for now, I would like to thank my special sponsors who believed in me from the very beginning. That's EMB organizers, uh, Jim and Sandy Trout. Uh, I really want to give a shout out to you, Sadler Inc. Insurance, which is Jay Zamansky. And I would also like to thank my senior executive producer, Robert Cellino, who um, really pitched me to the board at Voice America, and I'm just so proud that that I got to work with them. And and I would love to um, thank especially my great and very patient engineer, Matt, who got me out of many, many uh, tight spots um, here while I was on the air here at Voice America. And I would like to thank you, my listeners, who made this all worthwhile from start to finish. My mission and vision of the show is always to bring credibility and awareness to classical feng shui, along with bringing real business concepts from business experts to you, the listener, that you can implement each week. I had you know, some really wonderful shows of bringing my grandmaster, Joey Yap, and uh, the founder of BNI, Dr. Ivan Meisner, and um, Mike Macedonio, and Don Lines. I had dress um, dress consultants on. I had um, a lot of people who who brought in so many wonderful things that I hope you go back and listen to those those wonderful tips that you can get along the way, as as well as my guest today, who brought in great um, ideas about how to bring really great concepts to your website. So it really is knowing that. 
you can use feng shui to have that as your secret competitive weapon that maybe others aren't even implementing because they don't know about it, but you do because you have been a loyal listener. So with that, I, I give you my sincere wish that I hope that we accomplish that for you. And I do want to remind you again, please stay in touch with me. I would love to hear from you and your success stories. And you can do that again at 5elementsgroup.com. That's numeral 5elementsgroup.com. Thanks again for listening. I am so honored that you took time out of your busy day throughout the year to do that. And I look forward to seeing you next time on Illuminating Feng Shui. Oh, I'm getting a little teary here. (laughs) And until next time. Make good chi follow. Thank you. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Illuminating Feng Shui. Please join Kathleen Zamansky again next Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel as we look at other aspects to power up your workspace. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 